Love black queens with introspective. See the world from a dope perspective. Type that's real heavy on the intellect. Always light on the disrespect. Conversation that keep you engaged. Free speech against the minds of a saving. They can't be the only ones. Now they can't be the only ones. A podcast that streams from coast to coast. Miss Gale and be your lovely host. To hear the show that you ain't alone. Can't be the only ones. No, we can't be the only ones. A podcast that streams from coast to coast. Welcome to our podcast. We can't be the only ones. I'm Gail. And I am the wonderful bee. Thank you for joining us today. Someone started drinking early. I did. <laughs> I did. I did. I'm having a really good day. I took myself on a nice, well, I took myself on a nice self date. So there was a little bit of a, you know. No, I don't think we want to know either. <laughs> Why not? We're good. The day has not ended. I haven't ended my date with myself. The oh, finale God. is coming later on in the red light. See, I knew that I didn't want to know, but okay. You don't know what happens? I don't want to know either. I'm good. Okay. Oh, my Hi. God. Well, how are you? Uh, I'm fine. Thank you. How was Thanksgiving? It was very good. Too much food. I feel bad that there was so much food and there's so many people out there struggling. Yeah. Felt like I should have cooked less or given more away or something. Well, there's always FIFA. I'm going to do better Thanksgiving. I think I'm going to donate a couple turkeys to somebody. Okay. Next year or Christmas? You're talking about Christmas or? Christmas, I'm sorry. Yeah. Find some, you know. I'm sure we can find some people to feed or help feed or do something. I just feel like I need to do that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we're always going to start with our moment of gratitude. And since this is my week to start, I am grateful for the gratitude martini I have. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot I named it. Yeah. Yeah. So mine was feeling extra and named a holiday martini so we had i had um a gratitude a couple of gratitude martinis on thanksgiving and it was it kept me quite festive so (laughs) good then it wasn't too strong no it wasn't too strong it wasn't too strong but it was a really good drink and the blueberries are really good and i like alcohol soaked like fruit it always just makes me happy when you have the fruit at the end and there's <laughs> alcohol in it. It's like an adult candy, but not. Oh, okay. A- an adult healthy candy. But kinda. not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so what yeah. are you grateful for? Well, I'm glad you were grateful for that. That's nice. Well, I was grateful to have spent Thanksgiving with my grandson. Oh, yes. That Jordan was here. He's such a joy all the time. Yeah, such he's a, a good kid. He, he's such, and he brought baked macaroni. Who knew yes. <laughs> that he could cook? Look at that—a big old thing of it too. I just amazing. 
So it was really, it was quite nice. So that was an unexpected treat, and it was very nice. I know. And he also brought over the night owl cookies, which are really good. I guess they're somewhere in Coral Gables. Yeah. So those are pretty good cookies. I had, um, I guess it's chocolate chip and peanut butter, which, oh, yeah, that's what it is, which I like peanut butter. And Alina doesn't, so I already knew that was mine. (laughs) I was good. I was good. There was apple pie and... um, Sweet potato pie. Sweet potato pie here to eat. And then still the cranberry brie bite. Oh, my God. Yeah, we did have too much. Yeah, we did. All righty. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do better next time. We'll be more giving to others. So there. So, this week is my topic of conversation, and I wanted to, I guess, um, back backtrack a little bit, and I was on my IG story, and I was like, this was last week, and I was clicking away, and um, look at one of a friend's post, and it is of a party. They're at a venue. It's color coordinated because everybody's in white and there's music thumping. And so you're like, you know, you got to click through the story. So there's a couple of things going on. And so you realize that it's a all white party with um, no masks for the most part. And then it kind of pan, he pans around the room and you see dollar bills <laughs> Cause I can't make this up <laughs> on the floor. And then you also see, I want to call her a gum one, which in Creole is like an older, like an adult adult. Like you're an adult adult if you're a gum one. On there, in her all white, so she got the memo to coordinate. And she's picking up the money and throwing it at strippers. I didn't get that. I thought you were supposed to bring your money and throw it at the strip. I mean, whatever. They're, they're <laughs> still taking it home, I'm sure. But I was just like, there's a lot going on in here. And I, I just thought to myself, did anybody think to say, no, nah, I ain't going to go. Like, in the room, to say, no, I won't go here. And I think it also made me then think about, like, the fear of missing out. Because here I am watching this. I don't miss it because I'm like, you wouldn't catch me dead. You would catch me dead, basically. Even if it wasn't a pandemic? If it wasn't a pandemic, yeah, I'd be, if it was a party, I'm here to party. Okay. But in a pandemic, I would think that for at least me, something as grand as that, wouldn't be where I like that would be something that I would say you know what I think I'll I'll miss out on that and for the individuals that were there I wonder if FOMO had to do with it but fear of missing out the fear of missing out and quite as you know because we like a good definition here um the Merriam-Webster defines it as the fear of not being included in something such as an interesting or enjoyable activity that others are experiencing. 
And it basically, the origin of the word was in 2004, which is coincidentally when Facebook showed up. Oh, so then people found out what they weren't invited to. Exactly. <laughs> and you got to think about this too at Facebook, because I do remember when it came out, because it was a year after I graduated high school, was that it was college. You had to have an EDU to get on, to Facebook. Get on Facebook. So it wasn't even like everybody would be on there at that time. But it was kind of like invite only. And then from that, you would make friends because, again, this I just graduated high school. So a lot of the people that are on Facebook, you just literally left them. Where more people, I think, before, you know, you went off to college and you would see them when you came back in the summer. Right. Back up a second. In high school, you had an email address? No, Facebook came out in 2004. I had graduated in 2003. Oh, okay. So I was like, wait, emails in high school? Wow. Yeah. I mean, Alina has an email now. Yeah, now. But yeah, but previously, but you got to think about it that way. Like before people were just like, okay, I graduated high school. I'll see y'all in the summer. We'll catch up, link up, whoop, whoop. But that changed. And now you could see what people were doing yeah because in the beginning they tell you when they were going to the grocery store i just got up i'm standing out in front of my house Mm -hmm. i'm getting a shower it was like a a moment diary (laughs) yes it was and i mean it probably still is i mean i broke up with facebook a few years ago and i remember deactivating it as well when i was in grad school and Instagram. Um, I, I toy with deactivating Instagram. I, I do think about that, like, you know, uh, I don't need to do this. But Facebook, for sure, it was just kind of like, A, I don't care what nobody doing. And B, it, it just got to the point where I really just was like, I'll holler if you got my number. You have it for a reason. But I think part of it is that so many people post the good things on Facebook. So you have this cultivated life that you put on Facebook. And it's only what you want other people to see. And Instagram and Twitter and all of these other social media platforms. But what happens when you just feel like, hey, I wonder why I wasn't invited or I wonder when I'll be able to go to a party or, you know, maybe they're going to have, maybe I could, you know, pick up a, a couple of ones off the floor and stick them in my brassiere, you know, like you feel. <laughs> oh, no, it never crossed my mind. Anywho. Um, but I don't know. Have you ever had feelings of like FOMO? Of course. Do you feel like you've had them more now during the pandemic or before the pandemic? Maybe before, because if I felt people were not inviting me, then I'd just defriend them. Then I wouldn't have to know I wasn't going. Okay. (laughs) Now you figure more people are home 
Well, no, I don't. I, well, I haven't really. It's. I feel bad because somebody told me I had a lot, a lot of people wished me well for my birthday, and I didn't even say anything. I mean, they called me up to tell me that on Facebook. I said, you know, to be honest, my birth. I had my birthday, and I went away. Lena and I did Disney, and I didn't post any pictures. I don't. No, I don't think I posted any pictures. I didn't do anything because it was just getting to me the election and all the rhetoric back and forth and in the beginning like the first debate i was good Mm -hmm. the second debate not so good then then it just got radically crazy and i just i couldn't i didn't want to handle anymore i didn't want to see it and i feel bad because i haven't seen some friends and I, i guess i don't get FOMO that much because most of my friends outside of Florida, I wouldn't be going anyway because I'm down here. Mm-hmm. There are some things that I've been down here and gone to. I guess I more or less miss what gives me FOMO is not being there. And this, I don't know if this is FOMO, but if I see somebody who has decided never to speak to me again and they're doing something I wish I had been part of that group that they're doing something because mm. it's something that I would enjoy, you know, partnering with them and doing. Yeah. And that's part of the FOMO too, which is you feel like the shoulda, woulda, couldas, like I could have, and I should have, and I would have. And you also, it's like a social anxiety that builds up because you're like, wait, they're there. I'm here. They're having a social interaction without me of all people. And they're cultivating experiences with each other and they're having fun with one another. And I can see that they're doing it without me. Yeah. And even if you are doing like things on your own elsewhere, it's still without you. And I think, again, that contributes to having FOMO. I just can't wrap around like fear. Like the thing I miss now is being able to gather with my friends and, you know, have fun and laugh and those like physical interactions with people. But as far as like going out, nah, I I don't miss that. Like to the extent, like if I see people out in large groups that I'm like, damn, I wish I was there. Like that doesn't cross my mind in COVID. I do miss like, um, because before COVID, there was a group of us that we met every week Mm and we do it on Zoom, but it's, it's just not the same. Yeah. Because um, one of one of the ladies lost her mom. Yeah. And I mean, you just want to hug her. I mean, we would we would be hugging her. Yeah. And we'd be going over our house, bringing food and sitting with her and all this. And we just couldn't. Yeah. And that that was, you know, we to the point that this week we decided that we're going to go meet at TJ Park. And I'm going to go scout the park and find a Because in the back, they have lots of parking lots. Mm-hmm. And if we can find one that's relatively empty and we're all going to come and bring our little stuff with a broom and push it to the middle and share it. <laughs> <playing bocce. laughs> 
while we were <laughs> sitting at the trunks of our cars and parking lot bochi with food <laughs> to be able to, to chat with one another and just physically see each other. You know, it's just it's so sad. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean that because that... some of them, um, some of them, I may a couple of them I would have seen at church. Mm-hmm. They're not coming. They're not doing church because they're just not. Yeah, it's just I'm not. They're not doing any crowds. And some of them have had family members that have passed. They've gotten it. Yeah. And you know, the, the they just don't. Nobody wants. They don't want to take that risk. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I see, I've seen with my two, four eyeballs, most of the time because I have on glasses, that especially during this holiday season that people are just out, 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 out. And I, a part of me wonders, it's like, okay, you're saying yes. This is my assumption. I could be wrong. You're saying yes for fear of missing out on this one particular moment with this group of people. But at the same time, you're putting your life at risk. Now, I know that there are some people who are quarantining and they, you know, they're doing it however they need to do to, you know, make sure that they're okay. But like when you see a big old party, you're like, wait a second. And nobody's wearing masks. Nobody's social distancing. Yeah, that is the one that I'm more like, y'all are really out here wilding. Like, okay. So that's kind of where this all stemmed from. And there are some FOMO thoughts that, you know, some people think like, okay, I made a bad choice. So when you think that you made a bad choice, even though I might be in Hawaii, let's say, okay. I was in Hawaii last year for Christmas and Alina was in Denver. So my, I could have been thinking, oh my God, here I am in Hawaii. But shoot, I really, I really wish I was in Denver. So it, No, she didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Not at all. I didn't. But, it ca- but if I had... <laughs> if I, I don't even know how you can shape your lips to say that. <laughs> That was a struggle to get it even out. <laughs> I'm just getting Hawaii, Denver. <laughs> Hawaii, Denver. I, I, what? <laughs> Have you ever been to Denver? No. Oh, okay. I still can't even. You've no, heard I, things I about giving... Denver that it is so much better than Hawaii. I am just giving an example. <laughs> Hypothetical. But <laughs> let's say I did have that feeling then basically for this example girl though it may not be true i'd be undermining my own decision like okay now i go into the i could have i would have i should have versus like saying okay i did make the right decision which i think i did to go to hawaii and enjoy myself there well let's reverse that what if there was a trip to Hawaii with your friends and you didn't go because whatever your decision was not to go. Yeah. Let's say there's two scenarios. One, they asked you to go and you didn't go. Mm-hmm. And then you, you, you know, you see them having a great time or they I'd come be, back I'd and talk be about like, it. What? Or you yeah. find out that they went and they didn't ask you. 
I mean, I think the FOMO would still occur. I think the FOMO would still occur. But again, part of it, I think, is different from you hearing that, hey, they went on a trip together versus it's like, story, 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 post, story, 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 post. And you can see well, yeah. that they're having a good time versus being like, okay, we went to Hawaii. Because there was a point in time when people would travel. And unless you came by their house to look through a scrapbook, you, you, weren't, see- you weren't seeing the pictures. And if people are smart, they don't post until they come back. That too. That too. So that is a thought. And then the other ones, again, is that they're having fun without me. So again, <clears throat> well, I which, guess there's a little piece of me that sometimes, like I, especially my, not so, ooh, not so much the people I know in New Jersey. No, no shade in New Jersey, but <laughs> I'm, I'm so I've been so far removed from living in New Jersey. Okay, then I understand they got a life and they move on. Okay, now Atlanta. I really had a great time and just partied like a rock star in Atlanta. And so when I moved here, it was such a different life. And they looked like they were having such a blast, car parties and going here and going there. The things I would be normally doing with them. And I was down here and like, there are no car parties. Hmm. There's nobody going anywhere. So I really felt that, like, you know, did I make a bad decision by moving to Florida and look what I'm missing? Yeah. Yeah. And I guess a part of that can lead to like a feeling of envy, like, oh my God, they're doing this without me. Now, when it comes to people having fun without me, I know that that's impossible. So... (laughs) And yet, they can they persist. <laughs> Nevertheless, the they fun persist. goes on. Nevertheless, they find a way, but to manage. <laughs> but I know, like, hello, like for me, I have fun with me. I have fun at home. I have fun with Alina. So, and even I guess pre-COVID, I would have fun with my particular group of friends when we did go out that it was just kind of like oh, okay well you're missing me right now missing boy you know <laughs> oh i'm sure they can't wait to COVID's over to hang out with you <laughs> i'm sorry that came off like a i'm sure <laughs> they are i'm sure they are yeah, I'm, I'm sure so they, sure are. they are Alana is that for sure. Yes, because I love her. <laughs> you can count on her. <laughs> so, but yeah, it is essentially like a mix of like you, you know, and it can lead to you feeling inferior or having a bit of resentment towards them having like how dare they have fun without me. Well, you know what's going to happen in reverse? What? When we can start to go out, like I'm going to have FOMO when you go out and I'm, I don't. COVID's over and you're out with your friends and here I am. Because we're always here. Yeah. That's going to be quite the withdrawal. You have a social life. What are you talking about? But that's not the point. But I'm always here. You're always here. We communicate. We do stuff. 
that's going to be kind of sad. So how about for the future, plan for the future, we have a, a day. I mean, we have the time for the podcast. Well, yeah. So, I mean, but not I mean, but not and not just us, but I'm sure people who are in, in homes with people that have been ah. even more so where they really I mean, we go to work and we go to the supermarket. There are places they haven't done anything. They're not going to work. Ah, OK. Yeah. They become dependent. Or they're working other. at home. Yes. They're dependent on each other for their social, for, for interaction, to share ideas and things. On one hand, they might can't wait to get away from that other person. I can see that. (laughs) And then on the other hand, then, you know, if they start to split and go separate ways, that may be problematic. Like, where are you going? In the future, yeah. Yeah, where are you going? What are you doing? I can see that. You know, there is going to be some moment of withdrawal. I guess that is something to consider um, for everyone to consider to a certain extent. Like Even pets. Yeah. 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 Pet FOMO. Mm-hmm. That suddenly everybody's gone about their business and, you know. I guess this is the first, the third FOMO thought that could occur is that, like, you're not cool enough to, like, be invited to whatever it is that's going Sometimes on. Sometimes I think I'm too cool or too much and they just don't, you know, I'm too much. Oh, so it was okay when I said the fun. <laughs> Well, no, no. You said they can't have fun without you. They can't. I'm saying that sometimes I'm too much. Can't take it. They, they're blinded. <laughs> they're blinded by it all. They can't they, take it. It's like looking into the sun. Yeah, they can't take it. It's too much. So I have to be respectful of that. delusional (laughs) no you're you're fine girl you're fine but they did find that FOMO is associated with like lower need satisfaction mood and life satisfaction so the more you feel it the more unhappy you kind of become because you're now comparing your life to someone else's life and that tends to not be such a good thing to do but it's so much easier to do it because when you feel like you're missing out then you go to your phone to see what you're missing out and then it basically keeps creating that cycle of FOMO so the more FOMO you feel the more likely you are to be on your phone which then can now lead to you now feeling unhappy well, is that sort of like stalking? No, I don't think it's stalking. It's just kind of like... No, I mean like the, the the feelings of it. It's like when you see the boyfriend you broke up with or the girlfriend that's having so much fun and, you know, maybe you broke up with them and said, I don't want to be with you because whatever... I mean, an honest reason. Oh, yeah. I, I and guess. then suddenly somebody says, oh, you know, I saw Jerry the other day. He went to Paris. What? Oh, yeah, you missing out on that shit or what? What? <laughs> I never wanted to go anywhere with me. What? Well, yeah, I can see how FOMO would stem from that, too. But, yeah, but then you now are, like, checking on that if, for whatever reason, you guys are still friends. I guess if so it's... So now you're of- back to, did you make a bad decision? Yes. 
it kind of is like a, a thing that perpetuates itself. Um, I know, right? So I don't think that made, that's exactly what I thought when I got here from Florida. Like, did I make a bad decision? Well, for other reasons, that was such a bad decision. Mm-hmm. But I, because I, I did leave my friends and a social life. I mean, a well-oiled machine of a social life. There you go. Yeah. And I would imagine having the pandemic in... Ooh, no, I wouldn't have wanted to be in Atlanta with the pandemic. Okay. That'd have been much more restrictive. Mm-hmm. No. And then as well, you know, FOMO is just associated with like even being distracted while you're driving, distracted while you're with your kids. Because again, you're now, really? yeah, because now you're going back onto the internet to check on. Well, so now this is the only way you find this out is through the internet. It's generally linked to the internet and social media. Because so now that at some point you call up this person and say, why did you not invite me? I'm not asking nobody why they didn't invite me. Well, no, not you, COVID. but I mean in your study. Did you find it? <laughs> <laughs> did people do that? You know, I'm not saying that I would or wouldn't. I'm not going to sure. claim either side. Sure. I'm just curious. Like, what, what do they call that? I don't know what they call that. They call that <laughs> confrontation where I'm from. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> well, why didn't you invite me? Well, why, why did you, why did you think I'd have a nice time? I mean, I would have, you know, I get along with everyone. <laughs> okay, Gail. Oh my God. <laughs> and a, a problem with FOMO too is that again, a lot of us are looking for external validation. And so, like, because you're so hyper-focused on what other people are doing and how they're living their lives, in turn, you want that, too. You want people to be like, oh, you're, look at you, gone, you know, yeah, money at a stripper in the middle of a pandemic in a warehouse and all white. Like, you want people to be able to say, good job to that you, That you're living too. your best life. Mm-hmm. And then, but you lose part of it because I think, you're not focused on the things that might matter because your mind is elsewhere. When you're taking, when you're taken out of the reality, which is here and now, and you go on social media, which is basically worlds within themselves, you're not present. Yeah. And it's not necessarily a real world. These are cultivated and curated worlds where everyone is okay. Yeah. They pick the best of the best pictures. Not everybody shows their worst. I do sometimes. Just yeah, for the I've hell shown of it. some pimples and, you know, whatever. But, like, again, most people aren't crabbing and, like, oh well, my God. Well, if it's a party or an outing, you're going to show your best shots. Mm-hmm. So, and do you do that? And, and I don't know. I, Part of the problem I have with this whole thing is how can you really feel this way of being left out during a pandemic? I think people do. What's the flip side of feeling like you're idiots for being out there and thank God I'm home? I mean, that that is just the flip side. Like, I feel like 
Not to call people idiots. It's a personal decision and we're going with personal responsibility for whatever reason with the pandemic. I'm just like, I'm glad it ain't me. I'm just glad it ain't me. Like, and again, part of it is that, you know, this Thanksgiving, I didn't go to my mom's or my sister's. Like we didn't have that big Thanksgiving that we normally had. And I was okay with saying, calling and saying, you know what? I won't be able to make it before you even ask me. I'm going to tell you, I won't be able to make it. And I think because I have boundaries and they're pretty firm most people know not to even invite me places because a i have gotten quite comfortable being home yeah and i don't mind being home but i guess on the flip side if you're not an individual that has grown accustomed to being home and liking being home then you might be looking out the window like oh my god look at these people having fun without me even your neighbors that you don't even like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> suddenly you're like, let's hang out with them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and I think part of it has to do with scarcity mindset too, which I think we discussed before, where it's like the less you think you have, then the more you want it. And yeah. so then you become so laser focused and you got your, not even laser focused, you have horse blinders on because you're so like oh my god i need the attention oh my god i want to do this oh my god i wonder what they're doing that you have these horse blinders on that is keep pulling you here but you're not realizing that there's a world around you that you can't see because you have your horse blinders on and like the cycle of fomo and it could that also be like keeping up with the joneses kind of thing too because if I'm not invited or if I'm not there, I won't have stories to tell. Yes. You won't be part of, remember when? Right. I'm out of the loop. Mm-hmm. You know, remember that one time we had that all white party? Right. I'm out of the loop. Yeah. So when that story does come up, you're sitting up here awkward about it. But I don't want to be part of no remember when stories and COVID. Like not with other people. Yeah, then you'll be that one person be like, yeah, I remember you had that. And didn't like five people die from that party? I they know. call it a super spreader, if I recall. I know. Turn into the mango man. <laughs> <laughs> just morph into him. Just give me a bad But then toupee. that shows your insecurity of, let's say if it's not the pandemic and there's something, I'll use myself. There's things that go on that friends of mine have parties and things. And, you know, maybe I should have been there, but I'm happy they're having them. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a friend in um, a sorority sister up in Connecticut, Rhode Island, somewhere up there. She had a big, you know, engagement party wedding. It was huge. And I was invited, but I just... At the time, I could not financially afford to go. Mm-hmm. But I was, I was sad for her because she really had, really had wanted me to be there. Mm-hmm. So she was sad. So I was sad that I didn't make it for her. But I wasn't. When I saw the pictures and everything on Facebook and people sent me pictures, I wasn't like, oh, I should have been there. I, I made a decision. I had to live with it. But I still was glad they had that moment. And that's good. I mean, again, I think part of that still has to do with cultivating a mindset. Like, 
you you can be able to clap like i think i tell you this all not all the time but i i tell her every once in a while you have to be able to clap for other people and not get expect applause in return right like you you have to know when it's so like it's okay that other people are having a moment and you're not like it's it's just that simple. It's impossible to have that many amazing moments. So if someone is having an amazing moment, it doesn't hurt you to be like, I'm happy for you. Cause if you're not, then that makes you envious of them. And again, what's for you is for you and what's for them is for them. And that's, I think that's more, it says more about you as an individual than it says about them when you can't be happy for other people's successes, but you want people to be happy for yours. Well, you know, and I guess you, you hit it on in the beginning when you said about Facebook, because when I was in my twenties, um, I, I would move to California and so I didn't know what my family was doing. Mm-hmm. People got married. I, I would hear about maybe, I would maybe hear that so-and-so got married or somebody passed away. But the big family things at Thanksgiving and Christmas, I wasn't there. Yeah. I was in California. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know about it. Mm-hmm. And But when I came home to, back to New Jersey, there was a disconnect. Yeah. And... So had we had the Facebook, maybe I would have felt a little more connected mm-hmm. by at least having a visual thing of, oh, this is what happened. This is what everybody, oh, that sounds great. You know, but at the flip side of that, I could have been upset about not being included, but I, I didn't know not to be. Yeah. And so then when I moved home and I... I didn't really know all that had happened, but I wasn't part of that group anymore because I, for 10 years, I wasn't there. Yeah. So I had to evolve into another layer. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where people struggle. Yeah. Because the pandemic is going to separate people. Oh, yeah. And some people may never, ever get back. Yeah. For various reasons, health, if somebody has gotten a pandemic and they have these, uh, you know, long COVID. Right. Mm -hmm. So they may not get back out the way they used to. And some people may have fear for a while. Even, you know, what if I don't get a vaccine that I can't go? Mm -hmm. So you really have to dig deep and find out who you are, like you say, spend the time with yourself. So when you can kind of ride through this. Yeah, it makes a difference. Because it's not to say, yes, you're going to have these feelings. Yes, you're going to feel like, you know, I felt like, wow, they really did kind of move on. (laughs) And but then, okay, then I got to develop my life. And if I want to be part of their life, I have to put myself back in. You got to put some effort into it. Right. You know, but then I just became the person who's like the gypsy. I was always moving and going places and developing new. And every time you move, you develop another group that's around you. Yeah. Yeah. And they're also talking about 
um, teen dealing with COVID. I mean, Alina's now a teenager, but, um, you know, it's just changed the way kids now go to school and now how they interact. So now some kids are going to the, I think TikTok is the one for teenagers um, and younger kids that, you know, you're, you're on TikTok and you're seeing people live their quote unquote lives. And you might even see people having parties. And here you are, a teenager, and you might have a parent that's like, no, you can't go. Yeah. And you see and you hear of your friends who are now, like, doing things and getting together and having sleepovers. And you're, you, as a child, that's something hard for you to recognize. And also reconcile that hey like they're having fun without me so it can't be the pandemic's not the reason yeah COVID can't be the reason why we're stuck in the house it's just my mom yeah and they don't know any better like it's not like they were they have that core memory of mine that was like oh they used to have caught like high school parties and not everyone was invited or, you know, like, they don't have that as a frame of or reference. They, right, because they've never had it. They're not there. Like, with Alina, she's not there yet. No, she's not there yet. So what it is is basically what it is. They're not like, oh, back in my old day. <laughs> like, yeah, we didn't all get to go. We didn't all get to go. For no. various reasons. Mm-hmm. So they talk about that, that, again, they're spending more time on their phones. Kids are spending more time on social media. Um, and they're basically seeing what their friends are doing without them. And they did have some tips, which is like for parents is again to like, you know, don't feel guilty about your own boundaries. You have a reason if you are instilling these reasons in your household to say, we're not going to go to such and such as house for Thanksgiving. Or, you know, and I, I felt that because it's like, again, for 12 years, Thanksgiving, I'm at my mom's house and I'm with yeah. my family. And this is the one where I had to tell Alina, like, look, girl, we ain't doing that. And she understood it. But again, there might be some kids who there are some traditions that occur. And what happens when your family is doing that tradition with kids your age and here you are at home with your mom maybe we need to do more though when you're at home like that yeah do more like zoom things or things that and we don't think about it at the time yeah because we're all going through it yes yes yes. and we don't have a there's not a book that says here's some things you can do during the pandemic right So then again, they say to share your FOMO experiences with your child. Like I tell Alina all the time, like, but my FOMO experiences isn't like whatever's going on now, but what I would like to do. I'm like, look, like I wish that we could go. I wanted to take Alina to Hawaii this year. I wish that we could go. But once this pandemic is over and it's safe to travel, we can go. Yeah. So I I would love... Without a 12-day quarantine. Without, yes. But I would love to be able... Actually, Hawaii has like a... If you take a negative COVID test within a few days, I don't know if they're going to change that and reverse it. 
but if you had a negative COVID test and they were actually testing at the airport, that if oh, it was okay. negative, you didn't have to quarantine. Oh, okay. What are you going to do if it's positive? <laughs> You're just stuck. At least it's still the U.S. Yes, yes, yes. So they have that. Um, and partnering with your kids, that there might be some other ways to be able to help them out. Like, again, I know some people have COVID. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a COVID crew or it's not a crew, but that's the, not the right word that I'm looking for. But it's like a pod where you all quote unquote trust each other enough to say, this is my pod and my group of people that we're going to hang out with and we're going to, you know, all be responsible and do things like that. And then we can get together. So they do have like COVID. I don't, this is up entirely up to everyone. I'm not saying to create a COVID pod. I'm just saying that there are some other women. <laughs> That's like last two weekends ago, somebody wanted to fly down and see me. And I'm like, wait, I saw you in New York two weekends ago you know, at some, a party. I, I can't do that, boo. I was speaking <laughs> to someone today and they're like, I miss your face. And I was like, That's nice. And they're like, When am I gonna see you in person? And this is someone else on IG that in their story just yesterday, they're like partying up, no mask, some girl is next to them talking about, hey, like having the time of their life. And I was like, no, you would have to like take a test and quarantine for two weeks before you could see me. And even then, I don't know that I trust it. It's still going to be six feet in a mask. Yes. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Like, Because we're closer to the end than we are the beginning. So it's been nine months. Less, but we're still closer oh to God. the end than we are the beginning. And then as always, you know, if it, if it helps, I'm always an advocate for therapy. Like, if you see that your kids are struggling, um... They got therapists for children. Well, not just your kids, you. Well, yeah, you too. You know, because we struggle with this. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's hard to help kids when we can't see what yeah. we're doing. Yeah. And so, because I don't believe in like not giving tips, I looked up an article, which I will put in the show um the description box of the podcast is a um, article by Linda and Charlie Bloom, and they talk about different ways of kind of combating the FOMO. So again, I'm always an advocate for therapy. Get you a therapist if you can. By all means, get you a therapist if you can to talk about things. But they do talk about slowing down, like. You know, because we're all still, even though we're at home, doesn't necessarily mean that we don't always feel like we're in motion. Yeah. So they say, you know, Hmm. practice taking time eating, drinking. I know some people, um, what they'll do is like put chocolate or like a dark chocolate in their mouth and then just let it melt so that they can like sit still and like enjoy the flavor of the chocolate bar without wanting to like do other things because so many people are just in a hurry like 
practice when you're driving, you know, do you have to drive so fast? Um, when you're having sex, please don't have sex so fast. Like, <laughs> slow it down. Hmm. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Slow it down. <laughs> I mean, you can go faster, slower, or medium, but, you know, if you're a fast one, try to slow it down. That's like, I sit outside sometimes and try to listen to hear the furthest sound. Mm-hmm. That takes, you have to sit and concentrate and really listen. What's the furthest sound you can hear? I want some binoculars now. So Look in people's houses? No, I don't care about people. <laughs> um, for the birds, like they're like building nests and there's like the butterflies that come out at a certain time. So I want to see what the birds are doing because they be hopping about and they're in that big old tree that's over there. So I do want to start like my bird watching. Just be careful. What? <laughs> Don't be pointing the binoculars tree and a house right behind it with the doors and windows open. Oh uh, yeah, no, 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 no. That and I do think I want some uh, a telescope too. To kind of like look out, but I don't know how bad the light pollution is here. Nevertheless, slow down. <laughs> slow down. Um, practice discernment, um, like, and figuring out what is important to hmm. you or not. Like, how important is it for me to be at this all white party versus to be hunkered down and at home making sure that I can be alive for my child? And knowing when to say no. I think a lot of the times people have issues with saying no. So it's like, okay, somebody invited you and you're like, oh, they invited me. I'm like, I'm going to go versus really like pausing and say, you know what? I'll get back to you or, you know, you know what? Like, no, I think a lot of people have a hard time with just saying pause what's really important right now in the grand scheme of things. Okay, that's true. Um, another one is to kind of go for the experience um, and not like the symbolic meaning of it. Like I think some people are like, if you go out and you're partying, it looks like you're having a good time. You know what I mean? But are you? You know, like, or you, you're around these people and you're popping bottles like it, it looks it's the it's like the again back to the facebook portion of it the where aesthetics you're now of it all yes you're curating this this perfect thing that you want people to see you doing and it looks symbolic but the experience of like the covid particles going through the air you know covid isn't saying oh pardon me pardon me Pardon me. Yes. Like it's not doing that in the club. It's like oh, it's swooping across the room. <laughs> um, another one of the things is like stop multitasking. You know, a lot of people think that you can do two things at one time, and your brain is just not set up to do that. No. So if you're like going between like, you know, reading a book that you should be reading. Or, you know, just reading for fun and you're like, ooh, I wonder what they're doing. You're going to check your phone. Even if nothing is going on there, you're like, ooh. And so it just takes you away from 
what it is that you should be doing, which again leads to like cultivating mindfulness, like asking yourself back to last week, like what time is it? Where am I right now? Yes. Because it could just be that your mind wanders and out of boredom, you know, you wake up in the morning, your phone is next to you, you check your phone. Versus pausing and saying, you know what, let me put my phone downstairs. So that way, if I do wake up in the morning, I'm not near my phone. And I was listening to another podcast and the guy, I think I want to do it. He has a tech Sabbath. So on Friday night, he turns off his phone and he puts it away. No TV, no anything. And he has a tech Sabbath for a day. So he does not do anything that has to do with that. And that way he can go about the day and not worry about like what's going on because he's now focused on where he is in that moment. And I'm pretty sure it may seem uncomfortable because I'm thinking about it like, oh my God, could I turn my phone off for 24 hours? And well, that's like I haven't been on Facebook in a couple weeks. I mean, I deactivated <laughs> Facebook. I don't care about that place. It's a dark, dark place. And it made me actually call my cousin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Check on her to make sure she's okay. Yeah. So again, being practicing, being mindful in the moment. And guess what the last one is? Well, no. there's 10, but guess what the last one that I'm going to mention is? No, I can't. Yes, you can. It's something we do like at the start of the show. Gratitude. Yes. So if you're grateful for where you are and what you have and who you are, you're not, it's a buffer. When you see it happening out there, you're not like, oh my God, look at them living this life without me. You're kind of like, oh, they are living this life without me, but I'm still happy to be home. I'm still grateful to be alive. I'm still grateful, you know, to be able to still take care of my child. And it removes you from that feeling of like wanting to be somewhere else because you're happy where you are. And you can't be upset with them because they're there. Exactly. So it it just kind of peels away that illusion of wanting to be or do or have something else because you're grateful with what you have, which again, gratitude really, truly, truly changes the way that you look at things and approach things. And it does help with your overall happiness. There's a, um, a song, I don't know the, uh, the name of it, but it's a song we, we sing in church. And it says that what is for you is for you. Mm-hmm. So just because somebody else has something that maybe that's theirs. And if you were to have it, you might not have the same happiness and joy about it Mm -hmm. because they're set up for that particular thing. And that thing gives them joy. If you had it, you may not be as joyful. Mm -hmm. So you have to be, but at the same time, be appreciative, love what they have. Yeah. You know, just say, that's a great thing. I love that you're doing that. I love that you're having such a good time at that. Because life is so short, there's not enough moments 
of joy and happiness in our lives. Mm, well, for me. <laughs> you know, but, and you do have to, and sometimes seek it out. Yeah. And you can't seek it out through living vicariously through someone else. You have to be intentional. What is, what is happy in, in your life? Yeah. What, what gives you joy? And don't let somebody talk you out of that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, is that what? No, I don't know. I would have to have that. Well, then that, because that's for you, this is for me. Fair enough. And maybe yours is not as big as theirs, but it has to be big enough for you. Yep. For you to appreciate and for you to love on it. I, I mean, it's just, and I think that's what gets me through tough times. Yeah. Or times when I do see it looks like the world has passed me passed me on. And then I think I look take a moment and look through, through my Facebook pages and see the things I've done, places I've gone. And I'm like, I'm so grateful. Yeah. Then I become grateful. I have a um, digital, what is it called? A photo album. And... Before I left Facebook, I downloaded like a lot of my pictures on a thumb drive. And then some of them I put on the the disc for the digital photo frame. And I turn it on whenever I'm in the room. And it it just, that also like brings like joy. Because then it like takes me back to that moment. Like, oh, that was Alina's first sleepover when we had with the mom. Or, oh, this is when I fell down, you know, and got mud all over myself in Hawaii. Or, oh, this is when Alina was like six months old. And it does take you back to that place. But those are my moments. Right. You know what I mean? Those are like little moments that you're just like, you'll never get them back because time changes that. And even during the pandemic, like if I've taken some photos or whatever, I've loaded them onto there too. So that way I have it as well. Like it wasn't all so bad or this pandemic, if I'm honest, isn't so bad for me, but I have really like before it even began. And once I realized that they were going to shut things down, I was like, okay, let's, let's make things as nice as possible Mm -hmm. that I can live in and make it manageable. And it works for me. Um, and it does kind of buffer that whole, like, you know, I think if I didn't do that, I'd be like, oh my God, why didn't you get an invitation to this all white party? So I want everyone to be safe. Don't be going out to no all white parties. (laughs) Unless it's your pod. In the (laughs) middle hey, but. That was it. That's just kind of what I wanted to discuss. And if you all have any like suggestions, if you've ever felt FOMO, feel free to like email us and let us know like, and we'll be able to share. Let us know how you're dealing with it. Let us know how you are, you know, combating it. And then, you know, that might be some conversation as well to go to talk about and talk about it with other people too. Yeah, and and see how how you can bridge the gap. Talk about it to the people in your house if you are even quasi quarantined. Mm-hmm. You know, limiting your 
your activities and where you're going. Talk about it to everybody in your house. Talk about it with your, you know, and don't don't feel shame if you want to call somebody up and say why you didn't invite me. Go ahead and ask. There you go. Girl. You might get a good answer. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So as always, this week uh, our self care tip now goes towards Gail. I know, it? and there's like so many things. You only get one. I know. <laughs> it, it was tough. It's tough thinking of just one, you know, to share. I, I, and I don't know if this is a, a something that I've recently started doing mm-hmm. that that has really helped me. And this is for older people. And, you know, I I know a lot of people now don't like to wear shoes in their houses. Okay. You know, for to keep the dirt outside, and particularly now with the pandemic, I don't know if it's on the ground, but whatever. Um, So they come into the house and walk around barefoot a lot. And if you're older, I I, kind of even, you talked about wearing your little fluffy socks to sleep. Mm -hmm. I have found that my feet don't ache at night and neither do my legs when I keep socks on or some and not tight fitting socks. Oh, not the compression socks. Yeah. That, those, those if you had no, but you can walk around in the yeah. house with those on. But I'm talking about when you're in the house, don't walk around on cold floors, especially if you're up north. You probably have some kind of shoes that you put your feet in, but put in like a loose fitting sock. To just keep your feet not sweaty or hot, but just comfortable. Mm-hmm. And they say that it will, it does in some way affect your entire body for benefit. Oh, nice. See, I'm So that you're you. not walking on cold things. And even though we're here in Florida on the tile floor, uh, the house's tile floor, it was cold. Yeah. And I noticed that I was getting cramps at night or whatever. And I just did a little research. I was really looking up the socks, the cashmere socks. It's so crazy. Did you, you find any? Yeah, I did. I'm not on them. But okay. they just said you didn't need cashmere socks. But one of the benefits, if you're older, because as you get older, your blood doesn't flow as well. Mm-hmm. If you don't exercise, which you should be, that's a problem there. So if and if you if it's like snow outside you can't go outside, try, but just don't do it on cold days. Do it all the time. So start regulating. Yes, to keep a regular sock that you put on to be around in the house, and a, maybe even another one when you get ready to go to bed that's even looser fitting. I mean, and then on top of that, if you are, I know a lot of people do take their shoes off at the door. Have like a little basket. And put socks there, you know, that way when you come home, you take off your shoes, you take off whatever else, and then you can just have your sock on. And then, you know, at the end of the week or whenever you do wash, you go ahead and wash those out. So that is kind of like a revolving pair of socks. But I found that out and I've been doing it. You may have noticed I've been wearing socks more in the house. And I, I've, I sleep better, my feet feel better, especially being all, if I'm on my feet all day and I haven't had the same ailments that I have had oh, in the past. Oh, good for you. So that's my, my tip. Put Sock. your socks on. Rock them, sock them. Rock them, yes. <laughs> we should come up with socks we sell. Hmm. 
If somebody emails me, I'll mail you a pair of my favorite socks from a sock company, which I will not name online unless they give me some reason to say that, but I'll send you a pair. I'm always trying to send somebody something free. Hello. That's so funny. I'm sending you all my love. <laughs> you get my love. And send her cashmere socks. Oh, there was something else. Yeah, well, yeah, yes, I will. I I will take more cashmere socks. <laughs> Somebody sends you cashmere socks, I'm gonna scream. Oh, you know what? We don't have a PO box. We might need a PO oh, box. Oh no, that's, we're good. <laughs> Just for Berlin to get presents. We. Oh, we. Okay. I'm now speaking French oh, right now. For, we. Oh, for both of us. Okay, maybe. We can't be the only ones getting socks <laughs> oh, and maybe. nice things. Oh, my God. Okay, so <laughs> on that note, we're going to sign off. <laughs> Tell your friends, connect, share, but share the information because we do this to help. Yeah. You know, so share it with your friends. Tell your friend, listen in a group, you know, if you, uh, but share. Mm-hmm. Share with 10 people. There you go. And tell your 10 people and then share with 10 people. There you go. Make it a pandemic of, <laughs> yes, have it stop nowhere. No, yes. no borders. No bounds. Yes, there you go. <laughs> no bounds. So as always, be safe. Be well. Be easy. Please be blessed. Lena's not here because this one lives a full life. Um, I don't carry her notes anymore. Do you? Or you're older? That, that, be, was it be? You don't even know what it is. Be? I wrote it down. Be? <laughs> that's what that's what I typed. Be. Okay. Wonderful. <laughs> Have a great one. Thank you. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.